You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Lori Harner, Senior Director of Product Marketing for e open The more complex a supply chain, the more moving parts there are to monitor, and that generates a lot of data. There are any number of ways to collect that data, but when a business has to collect, process, and normalize that information, often the holistic approach of a control tower is the way to go. Lori Harner, Senior Director of Product Marketing for e open joins us to explain how a control tower might have your supply chain looking up. Joining me today is Lori Harner, Senior Director of Product Marketing for e open Lori, welcome and thank you for joining the Inbound Logistics Podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's great to have you. Uh, before we get into everything, how are you holding up with everything that's going on? Uh, doing pretty well. Um, I live here in lovely Colorado, so I'm able to get outside a lot, get away from the house a little bit. Um, although it is very, very different times we're living in right now, um, hanging in there and uh, you know, between work and doing some hikes and some walking, I'm, I'm getting my exercise in at the same time. So it's good. <laughs> good, good, good. We're expecting a little bit of snow here today, so should be interesting. But um, uh, in the meantime, uh, Lori, could you introduce yourself to our audience Give us a little bit about your background, what you've done in the industry, and uh, what you're currently doing with e open today. Sure. So um, I started my software journey about uh, 20 years ago now, so I'm dating myself a little bit. But <laughs> um, I started in the um, with a small ERP company that was acquired by Microsoft. So I spent about nine years at Microsoft um, in the business solutions division, focusing on ERP and CRM applications. And about 10 years ago, I entered the world of supply chain, where that brought me to where I'm at today at E2Open. And at E2Open, I am focusing on a variety of different suites from supply management to collaborative manufacturing to the E2Net platform, and then um, also control tower capabilities. Oh, great. And uh, that's a perfect segue into what we're going to talk about today, because we want to find out about control towers. So if you could, can you explain uh, regarding the supply chain, what a control tower is and why you would even need one? Sure. So that's a great question because there are so many definitions of control tower in the market today. Um, some are positioned as analytic overlays where you will have an overlay um, that's kind of managing and orchestrating sub control tower capabilities such as planning, logistics, procurement. And then some other providers are also out there that are really strong in one functional area such as planning. And so they are focused on a planning control tower per se um, that focuses on internal operations and maybe one tier providers. And both of these can be helpful to clients in their control tower journey. However, it doesn't get them very far when it comes to staying agile and resilient. And so to actually have the agility and resiliency um, does not really call for a new piece of software called a control tower, but instead it should be part of a single operating platform that can run the end-to-end operations and business processes in a company powered by that real-time data from a multi-tier network. And then also enabling internal and external parties to understand exceptions that are caused by the disruption, to collaborate on those um, decisions, to make the best possible, most optimal decision, to monitor performance, and then to learn from next time. And so again, more of a holistic approach than perhaps an analytic overlay or even, you know, a one side of the equation type provider. Um, I've always said that it's hard to solve a problem, right, with only one side of the equation. So um, looking for more of a holistic approach when clients are evaluating control tower capabilities. 
Okay. Now, if uh, if a company chooses uh, not to uh, use a control tower, uh, are there alternatives that they can explore? And uh, if there are alternatives, what are, are some of the disadvantages if they chose to go that route? Yeah. So I think there's a kind of, a, I break it down into four functional components when evaluating control tower solutions and capabilities. And I, I usually tell clients to look for these four fundamentals when evaluating control towers. One is a multi-enterprise network really is at the core that can pull data from any tier, any function, or any ecosystem. And what I mean by that is any tier, meaning maybe a tier one, tier two, or tier three supplier when needed, any function across internal and external um, business processes, or any ecosystem, maybe supplier ecosystem, logistics, channel, et cetera, and then use that data within the applications. And number two, the number two point is to, when you're use, looking at data, look for decision grade data that can immediately be used across all of your applications. And so what I mean by that is data that is coming in from disparate systems, or it's make, it could be coming in from unstructured sources or structured sources, needs to be normalized so that it can be put up to decision grade so that it can be used across the application. So normalized brought in, normalized, and then being used within the application. As we talk about applications, I talk about end-to-end -end applications, right? These end-to-end -end applications, everything that covers um, functions from upstream planning to downstream execution with intrinsic field-proven artificial intelligence. Also, on, on the topic of artificial intelligence, when you're looking, when clients are evaluating um, vendors, that you know, have AI or have purchased perhaps an AI company and now say, well, we have AI. I really, I challenge those clients as they're looking for control tower capabilities and artificial intelligence comes up in the conversation to talk about field proven use cases, right? To have those field proven use cases where the vendor can display how they're utilizing artificial intelligence and how they're helping other businesses um, along the lines. And for how long have they been helping businesses with um, artificial intelligent applications. And the fourth and final thing to look for is collaboration, right? Which enables connections and communications, not only with internal parties, you know, within the four walls of the business, but also external partners across multiple tiers and those multiple ecosystems I talked about earlier. Great. Now there's a lot of, uh, a lot of components uh, there uh, regarding uh, getting that to work. Are there types of businesses uh, that are more suited to getting the most out of control towers? Another great question, Jeff. So control taller capabilities really help companies make better supply chain decisions across all industries. When we're evaluating or, or talking to customers, we look at the larger the business, really the more extended their supply chain, the more diverse their partner network may be, and the more regulated and uh, the industry or products may be. And this internally just shortens their planning timeframes, all of these components put together. So all factors come into play when evaluating control tower capabilities. So in short, um, to your answer, is any business that ex experiences supply chain disruption and wants fast, accurate, and predictive resolutions that benefit not only internal, but all parties that they're dealing with, all parties, all functions, and all ecosystems are good candidates for control tower capabilities. With the uh, supply and value chain, what problematic parts uh, of those particular chains can be smoothed out if uh, businesses choose to adopt control towers? Yeah, so two problematic areas really come to mind. One is gaining end-to-end -end visibility from downstream, upstream, and logistic ecosystem partners. 
And then using that data, number two, to make decisions, right, and orchestrate those end-to-end -end processes across all parties. While control tower initiatives often start in one functional area like planning or logistics or procurement, the key is the ability to really connect any and all supply chain processes. So not just one area, one function, or one ecosystem. It's more of a holistic approach that helps you become more agile, more resilient, as we talked about earlier, and also future-proofing to handle any other disruptions that may you know, come on the horizon, either small or large. Hmm. Uh, speaking of disruptions, uh, we're currently in a massive uh, global disruption. Uh, and uh, uh, one of the things that we're seeing is this sudden increase in, in product demand, uh, particularly in e-commerce. E uh, can control towers assist in a time like the one that we're currently in? Absolutely. And again, I go back to this central premise of having one operating platform. So having, an, having all of the applications and all of the inputs and all the data on one operating platform, bringing together all that data, um, you need to see what's happening combined with the applications and that artificial intelligence and prescriptive analytics um, necessary to understand what does the disruption mean to the business? a system that can recommend the best course of action, put those decisions into effect, and most importantly, learn for next time, right? So that we know what we did with our inventory position um, in this particular circumstance, and we go ahead and we make the best and most optimal decision moving forward. A lot of fascinating information there. Lori, where can the audience go for more information about Control Towers and uh, about e open in general? Right, so um, the, the path or the URL they can go to is the bit.ly, slash control tower capabilities, or just visit e2open.com. We have a lot of information out on our website that can also help uh, guide customers as they're going through their control tower capability journey. Fantastic. Lori Harner, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck to you and to e2open. And of course, uh, continue to stay safe out there, okay? Thank you. You too, Jeff. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.